0: And away we go. We got my guy Zay in the building. He got the fresh
1: cut and all that. What's going on, my guy? How you doing? Hey, man. Thank God it's Friday, right? Uh, You know, it's a a great time to be, you know, just alive and everything going well. Uh, You know, uh, always in paradise, staying in paradise mentally. Um, A little chilly outside, but that doesn't stop the rain. Uh, The rain of positivity, that is. Uh, Rain is not good for anybody, but the rain of positivity definitely is. There's a loaded show today. We have a lot to talk about. It's going to be explosive as usual. Uh, the last few weeks, you know, me and Lil been going back and forth. And um, it's only um, creating uh, better content, great content. You know, it's always love with Lil. We always love talking sports. And, you know, especially when you are talking sports and you're very passionate about it, it's going to get a little heated from time to time. And, um, you know, hope everyone's entertained and also staying knowledgeable and informative on everything that's going on because there is a lot going on, not only in sports, but in the world. You know, stay sane and um, enjoy that weekend absolutely we hope that y'all entertain but we also hope that y'all
0: use your brain okay that's the most important thing in your body along with your heart use it okay use it especially when you listen to sports because you're going to hear unpopular takes when you come on this show you're going to hear something you probably never heard before all right something that wait hold up let me digest what this brother done just said but at the end of the day if you use your brain and listen to the context of the statement we should have no problems here you may disagree. At the end of the day, we don't have to agree. Right. I could look outside and see that the sky is blue. You may see it's red. But at the end of the day, if I make my arguments, you got to be like, fair game. Keep on moving. But Zay, of course, it's always a pleasure to debate these sports with you, man. Even when we get in uh, intense debates, you know that because at the end of the day, we passionate. What you see is passion. OK, and I respect passion on either side. And you know what? Let's bring that passion right about now. Because it's going down, down, down. Should Lamar Jackson's current contract situation make the Ravens offensive coordinator gig unattractive
1: on the market? Zay, talk to a brother. You know, and I think uh for me, right? I think when we talk about Lamar Jackson and what's going over there, going on over there in Baltimore Ravens, we talk about JK Dobbins. Um, you know, sh- shouting out the coaching staff and talking about he wants more touches, he wants more premier uh plays for him, designed for him. Um, you know, we talk about the receiving core over there. Uh, we talk about the the tight end being the, the primary uh, receiver, essentially, on that team. Um, you know, it begs the question, is this job attractive? And I think it's unattractive if Lamar Jackson is coming back to the Ravens or not. Uh, the, me- the reason being is because when um, Greg Roman was there, uh, the Ravens were at the top of the game offensively when he first got there. It was getting 30 points a game, um, and it dwindled down to 20.9 at the uh, the last year, last season. Um, they was 19th in the league. Um, he gave the ball to the best player on the football field, which is Lamar Jackson. He allowed him to be the primary weapon on that football field and allowed him to run the ball up and down the field. And they were having positive um, impact on that. The record was looking well. But you have disgruntled guys on the football field not getting the football. J.K. Dobbins, just shout out the coaching staff. Why is i am not? Why am I not getting the ball if Lamar Jackson's out on the field and Huntley is being put in this position? You know, uh, we got to look at Rashad Bateman. Um, a guy who's in and out the lineup. we don't know if he's healthy. They drafted him early to be this primary, this number one receiver on a football team. And um, you know, we have yet to see if he can be that for a full season. You know, with his health issues. Um, you know, we've seen um receivers here and there go in and out the rotation. I mean, uh, the depth chart. We've seen you know Mark Andrews still being explosive, but is it enough for them to really come out of the AFC? Uh, to be that team to come out the AFC and win championships? We don't know. And as an offensive coordinator, look looking for a job or looking at the Ravens as a potential destination, there's questions. It's like, can I work with these receivers? Is Mark Andrews enough for my plays to be justified to win us football games? Um, Is it going to be possible for me to remove the ball from Lamar Jackson's hands and give it to J.K. Domas most of the time and allow Lamar Jackson to be primarily a passer? There's a lot of questions when you talk about that Ravens offense because when Greg Roman was there, Everything was running through Lamar Jackson, the best player on a football field, so everything seemed a little bit better. It seemed like he had a heavy workload, of course, but also when you, you want to put the ball in your best player's hands at all times. And when it's in Lamar Jackson's hands, people feel more at ease. They feel more comfortable. But if they're giving a ball to Gus Edwards, J.K. Dobbins, if they're making a pass play a pass play to uh, Bateman or Andrews, that's when people get a little edgy to the see that they don't know if that's a recipe to be uh, for, for success. So I think, you know, right now, if you're an offensive coordinator looking at this Ravens offense, you're like, what can I do to really fix this offense that was already thriving before my arrival? And I think right now that's what makes it unattractive.
0: Yeah, I'm going to respectfully off the rip. Okay, disagree with your take there. You know, this job is attractive for a couple of reasons. Now, there is one argument for the unattractiveness about it, and it's a totally different way. And I'm going to explain that in a second. Now, why should it be attractive? Well, Claire, they wear purple and white, bro. That's royalty. Now, nah, let me stop that. nonsense. Nah, you know what I mean, okay? The reason why it's attractive is because, first of all, hypothetically, just throwing a hypothetical theory out there. Let's say when you get the job, because chances are you're going to get the job before you know Lamar Jackson's future with the team or not. Basically, this question is, would you rather take that chance? knowing what could be at the end of the road, right? So let's say you don't know what's at the end of the road, but you take the job because you want to coach Lamar Jackson. Okay, cool. Let's say hypothetically they trade Lamar Jackson. You really shouldn't worry about that because chances are you're going to get a haul. Okay, yeah, you're talking about first rounders here. First of all, you're talking about first rounders. You're talking about second rounders. You're talking about third rounders. Lamar Jackson is a top 10 player in this league, no doubt about it. Okay, anybody that's saying he's not? Really don't know what they're talking about. He's a generational prospect. We know that. He is not going away for a ham sandwich. You're getting an arm. You're getting a leg. You're probably getting a head for Lamar Jackson. So chances are you will be in position to still work with a team when you talk about their defense, championship level. When you talk about the running game, who knows? Who knows how the offense is going to look? Who knows if whoever's going to be the quarterback, what style of offense they're going to run? We don't know that. You have a chance to work with a stable organization in the Baltimore Ravens and what better stuff can you ask for some of these you know OC jobs that's open right now they're not stable the Ravens are a stable organization they want a Super Bowl second of all as they look like he's having technical difficulties here okay Zay you, you, you you're live you got yeah. Wi-Fi oh. acting up Wi-Fi trying to mess up the flow yeah the camera man <laughs> it's all good man you know how the Wi-Fi be anyway let's get back into the flow right So basically, Zay, you have this narrative when it comes to John Harbaugh, the same narrative I have when it comes to Mike Tomlin, right? Right? And it's crazy because you could make an argument for and against Mike Tomlin being overrated and John Harbaugh being overrated because that's our famous lines. I believe that Mike Tomlin is overrated. You believe that John Harbaugh is overrated. You can make the case for both either way, depending on what your expectations are and what your standards are. Okay, that's a bevy of factors that go into that. Harbaugh has only won two playoff games in the last ten years. The Steelers only won two playoff games over the last twelve years. Both guys are underachieving statistically. Okay, when you talk about playoffs, which matters the most. Nevertheless, the difference here is is that John Harbaugh was willing to revolutionize his way of thinking. He said in the press conference before he hired Greg Roman, which, by the way, I don't know why they fired him. Okay, and I'm gonna get to that in a minute. He said that he wanted to revolutionize a style that no other team in the NFL is using. And that was the case for the last couple of years, where 95% of the league was zagging. The Ravens were zigging. They were doing their own thing over there. And that's a credit to John Harbaugh's willingness to adopt a new mindset, adopt a new philosophy. Run the football with Lamar Jackson, with the running backs. Greg Roman's offense is not catered to wide receivers at all. It's not. That's why wide receivers don't want to go to Baltimore. It has nothing to do with playing with Lamar Jackson or not. It's about the system, okay? And we know that's one of the more diva-ish positions in the NFL. Chances are you're not going to roll with Greg Roman. But the tight end is of use. The quarterback is of use. The running backs are in use. And that's why those guys tend to do well. So that's why when you come here, talk about Andrews producing. Yeah, he's supposed to. It's a system for him to produce. They revolutionized, they were up thinking. Now, they also run analytics now, right? So, Mike Tomlin, you bring back my guy, Matt Canada. I can't even call him my guy. You bring back this dude, Matt Canada. You're so stubborn, bro, okay? And you talk about 10 offensive coordinator positions that's open. 10, right? You can make the case that the Ravens made the playoffs. Lamar Jackson was hurt. Right? They were averaging like 30 points per game. Their defense was blowing these leads. Okay? And then, by the time the defense get good, Lamar Jackson's not playing, and you fire this guy. Okay, you can say, well, maybe we needed a new change. Maybe this one format is not working. Fine. You should have did that last year, not this year. But even though you did, it shows that John Harbaugh is willing to play towards the optics. Right? He's willing to play towards the optics. But this guy, Mac, uh, Mike Tomlin, Feels is okay and appropriate to have Matt Canada back when they offense. You look at it right now 21st, okay. Um, the last two years, 21st in the league in points per game, 26th in the league in points per game. Explosive plays ranked 28th in the league since 2021. Meteorocracy is accepted there in Pittsburgh. Now, you can come at John Hall boss playoff record all you want, fine, fair argument. I already told you it is, but at least he's willing. To adapt or create something else to actually be the ones to revolutionize the game at least he's the one that's willing to say you know what let's go in another direction where this cat mike tomlin feels that it's appropriate to just run out meteorocracy. i'll let you respond to that
1: you know, I think just to bring up the uh John Harbaugh take, you know, um, you know, I have a lot of criticism mainly because it was uh, it was a uh, Mike Tomlin when people, when people, because it wasn't just you or or Zach saying, you know, Mike Tomlin, not Zach, it wasn't just anyone just saying Mike Tomlin's overrated, it was many people on the media that Mike Tomlin overrated, an overrated coach, you know, and um, you know, it and I'm like, well, if you're gonna name one guy, then name a couple guys, you know, name John Harbaugh, who's also in the same boat as Mike Tomlin, why is he not even mentioned? We're talking about overrated coaches, you know, in the sense of where he's been in multiple well, playoffs, missed five play, best five seasons of playoffs, actually, and and not his name, his name's not even brought up once. They even bring up the fact that he missed three play, three seasons in a row, no playoffs, and that his job was technically on the line that year when Joe Flacco got hurt in that season and, and Lamar Jackson came in and lit up the field. Right, that's that was the interesting thing about it. But when we talk about offensive coordination, right? When we talk about what Greg Roman. Did. And, you know, you you made a lot of great points that he revolutionized the game, essentially changed the game more, a lot more read options, a lot more RPOs in the sense when the teams weren't doing RPOs and read options at the time. um You know, it, it um it created a dynamic for more teams to do. So now you see a lot of different teams like the Bears adapting it. You got Doug Peterson and the Jaguars adapting it. You got Mahomes adapting it. You have a lot of different teams now doing those RPO plays. And when you see why Greg Roman gets fired, it's not because he's not He's not a uh, he's an incompetent offensive coordinator. I don't think that's the case at all. I think Greg Roman disguised a system where Lamar Jackson is the premier face of the offense, and he is going to be the deciding factor who gets the ball, who doesn't. And allowed the running back, I mean, allowed the quarterback to decide what looks good on the football field. And Lamar Jackson, nine times out of 10, is taking the ball for himself opposed to giving it to somebody else. That's just how he is. You know, he believes in his talents more than anyone else. Now, could you even fault him with the depth chart that's on the Ravens? No, not at all. But when you say, uh, you know, offensive coordinators, right, who in your mind fits this Ravens mold right now? Because it's very different from any other team, right? You're you're looking at a team that's, you know, they're tight end, and they have running backs heavily, but their receivers are questionable. What offensive coordinator that's available right now to look at these receivers and like, yeah, I can make something happen with these receivers when it's going to be very difficult to do that. I mean, look, when you're an offensive coordinator, the number one thing
0: you more than likely will look at is quarterback. That's off the rip. Okay, you're not working with um, Cooper Rush. You're not working with um Felipe Franks. You're not working with um Nathan Peterman. You're not working on these other guys. You, you're looking for Mahomes. You're looking for Herbert, who's available, by the way. Um, I'm pretty sure the Chargers job is the most lucrative offensive coordinator job, if you ask me. I mean, you get a chance to work with Justin Herbert. I mean, say what you want about Brandon Staley there, but defensively, he did his thing for the year. They actually performed well, even though they were undermanned at times due to injuries. It was the offense that, Underachieved this year, and now you get a chance to fill that void. So whoever you think is the number one guy, that's an offensive coordinator right now. I probably will say Frank Wright will fit perfectly over there. They're the number ones, clear. But when I look at some of these openings right now, let me get to the list, right? Hopefully, I got the list here with me. Actually, I do. Okay, you got the Buccaneers. We don't know what the word is with Tom Brady. Me personally, I believe that Tom Brady's out of there. He's gone. Okay, if Tom Brady is gone, you're more than likely looking at a rebuild situation over there because Chris Godwin is expensive, Mike Evans is expensive, you don't have no draft picks to get better. If you don't get a a, a veteran quarterback that can win off the clearance rack, you're rebuilding. So that job is not going to be as lucrative anymore. The Washington Commanders, had they ever been legit? Had they ever been relevant since the days of Doug Williams? That don't look like an attractive job to me. The Titans. Maybe just maybe, but still quarterback. We don't know. We don't. I don't even know if I believe in Ryan Tannehill anymore. We we just don't know. Like, yeah, Mike Vable's a good coach, but there's still a lot of things going on over there right now. And they're going through a little overhaul as far as you know the front office and everything over there. The Rams, Sean McVay. You looking like you have to play this retirement every single year, theory. I might retire this year. I might retire next year. You don't know, right? You got the coats, really, like the car knows. Kyler Murray's injury, do you want to, you know, take that leap of faith there? The Jets, you know, no. I don't want to go to the Jets. You know why? Because in a year where they actually showed a little life last year, they still got an offensive coordinator fired. How many offensive coordinators and coaches did they get fired over the last couple years? Even in a year where you like, maybe there's some positivity going around the neighborhood in New York. Somebody still ends up getting fired. I don't know if I want to trust that history. So the Ravens, to be honest with you, they might be number two and three for me, honestly, even though there's a lot of, yo, what style of offense are we going to play with Lamar Jackson? How is it going to look? These are a lot of questions that need to be answered, but I'm just not running away from that job because let's say I take the job, Lamar Jackson gets traded, we're going to get bevy of assets. We might get a top six pick. We might be able to flex Lamar Jackson for CJ Stroud and Bryce Young. Let's say Lamar Jackson stays. Well, guess what? I got a top 10 quarterback in the league I'm coaching. If he's really that good and he's a $250 million guy, you don't need no wide receivers. Literally, you don't. You're paying him that money. He should be able to take you there, especially when you consider his skill sets.
1: Also, another thing that the offensive coordinator uh, may look at with the Ravens is their division. You know, that's not, that's not a Ravens division no more. You know, now the Bengals are looking like they're they're, they're the leaders until – an injury happens at this point. You know the Ravens are right now like they're they're looking up right now, and I think the the only way that they take over that division once again is like is bearing like I said bearing a Bengals injury. Something happens where someone gets hurt, and then they could just take over. Like when Jamar Chase got hurt, the Ravens had the opportunity to take that division, but then when he came back, you know the Bengals just started rolling all over again. That's just how it looks right now. And when you're an offensive coordinator, and you you just named all the lists or the teams. You know the Jets is is, is a, a, a interesting situation because you could make the argument the offensive coordination was the primary issue for their losses. You know they have four different quarterbacks starting at one point. Everyone had the same issues. They couldn't score a touchdown. Now if you're an offensive coordinator that has confidence in their plays and knows that they can execute, then of course they'll they'll bring the talents over there and say, yeah, I can get this offense flowing and get at least twenty points on the board. You know when you look at you know like you said the Chargers, you look at um the Cardinals. You, there's a lot of teams that have heavy offense. I know that the 20CL is the biggest scare for anybody for Kyler Murray, but they have weapons over there in Cardinals until they trade everybody away, which I don't know if it's going to happen yet. They have rumors. Let's see what happens in the off season. But, you know, there's a lot of interesting situations where a lot of teams are looking for an offensive coordinator and now you're just waiting. You know, the Buccaneers is another enticing one because they could possibly get a quarterback off the clearing rack. It's not going to be a uh, a superstar quarterback. It's not going to be a crazy veteran. Clearly, it'll probably be someone like a Jacoby Brissett. But you told me, a Jacoby Brissett with Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, you know, they can't make move the chains. You know, with Leonard Fournette back there in the backfield, it's going to be interesting that he can possibly move the chains just like I'm, the way he did in Cleveland.
0: What you are looking for as an offensive coordinator? Let's be real. You're thinking about your future. You're thinking about how can I put myself in a position to be a head coach, right? Nobody denies a promotion from their job. Nobody goes to a job without the mindset of, I want to be promoted. I'm pretty sure at your job, you're looking to be promoted, okay? Everybody wants to be promoted. So when you go to a a, a job or open vacancy and you're an offensive coordinator, your goal is, where can I go where the team has a great quarterback that can make me look good? It's not even only about the wins. You can make the playoffs and I can still look bad, right? It's about how can I make the quarterback look good so he can make me look good, you know? So even in a situation where, let's say we don't make the playoffs, but our offense is scoring 30 points per game, then yeah, more than likely the coach going to get fired and I'm going to get the job because they ain't make the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? So if you really want to look from another angle, you call John Harbaugh overrated. And most people think like you. He probably going to be out. And you could go to a situation where you have Lamar Jackson as an offensive coordinator, right? As a quarterback, being the offensive coordinator, he could make you look good. If he's overrated, he may get fired. You might be the guy. So there's a lot of ways you can look at it. Me personally, my number one thing will be quarterback play. Brandon Staley is another one. This guy, everybody want this guy head on a silver platter right now, especially after that blown lead. He's on the clock. He may not get fired this year. I doubt it. But let's say you go over there, you take that job. He gets fired. You might be the next in line up. So I think the Ravens still have a a, a chance to make an offensive coordinator look good. You're working with Lamar Jackson. These other teams that fired offensive coordinators, the Patriots. You know, the Patriots, we already know Bill Belcher got that job on lock. But that the argument that you can make is that he can make you look good because he had in the past. There was other, you know, coaches. I ain't gonna name no names that shouldn't have been head coaches that ended up right back with this guy. So that's the only situation.
1: But I think the Ravens are top three. Let me ask you a quick question. Okay, I think we touched base on it, but I don't think we we really had a full in depth, like you know, conversation regarding uh, Greg Roman. You know, like, do you feel like it was a justified firing that he, you know, him his removal was important for the Ravens' future and and, and, and progression, or do you feel like it was like a like one of those like scapegoats where he got the blame? for the injuries and the miscues of the the Ravens offense?
0: That's a good question. Very good question. Made me have to take a sip of the water. You see, I have my own theories about that. You can look at that from a magnifying glass. Me personally, I think this may be what happened. I think Lamar Jackson wanted him to go. I think what the Ravens are trying to do is make Lamar Jackson feel comfortable because of the unrest that the media is pumping. I don't really think there's no beef like that. The media is probably the one that's pumping the beef to create narrative so we can come on this show and everybody eat off of that. Everybody. The mainstream media corporations and the new media corporations, everybody feasts off of drama. It is what it is. That's the business we chose. Okay? So I think what it is is that they're working together. Lamar Jackson probably said, you know what? I probably don't want this guy as my coordinator. Remember, Lamar Jackson came out a couple years ago and said that at the line of scrimmage, defenses were calling out our plays before we ran them, right? He thought this offense wasn't creative enough. That was years ago. This is public knowledge. For those of y'all that's like, yo, lay you off. I'm telling you what he said. So maybe he got into ownership's air and was like, yo, I want this guy out of here. And maybe Lamar Jackson ain't going nowhere. Who knows? Obviously, contracts can change everything. So that's what I think happened, and that's why he was fired. And if that's the case, you're not going to live with that. Because at the end of the day, Lamar Jackson, OC, bye, OC, bye. You're in the first place smoking. Back to the unemployment line. But if it wasn't, and they used him as a scapegoat, then what are we doing here? I mean, Lamar Jackson wasn't playing.
1: That's a great. That's a great point. You know, I think for me, it was more of a. You know, it was a lot. I think that even with if Lamar Jackson was saying something, I think that J.K. Dobbs exit interview, um, uh, after the playoffs was, was very telling. You know, and if it wasn't for Harbaugh, it was for Greg Roman, whoever it was, he didn't really specify names, but he did say he wants the ball more and that Huntley shouldn't have been the guy getting the ball as much. So, you know, it it, it was definitely a difficult con- conversation. Probably Harbaugh had to have because when you look at the stats, you know, they, were, they weren't anywhere below 19th since Greg Roman's um, um, arrival. On the as offensive coordinator, so you know that's middle of the pack at least, at bare minimum, at the worst actually of his of his career his tenure in the Baltimore Ravens, he was middle of the pack offense, you know, and that's solid, especially if the defense is playing good. You know, he he went from best, and you know, unfortunately declined as the years went on. Um, you know, but I'm just interested because if it was Lamar Jackson that said, you know, you know, get this guy out of here, I'm interested to seeing what kind of offensive coordinator he wants to play for because it's like. Greg Roman made sure that you had the ball in your hands at all times. You were calling the shots. You were the guy that if you wanted to make the audible, you wanted to make the play change. You were given the autonomy to do whatever you wanted. And the fact that you want to remove him for who? I'm confused on what do you go from at this point? Because the guy that you once had gave you everything to succeed as a quarterback and everything an to just you be want the primary guy.
0: And you want to MVP with the guy, right? You want to MVP with him. Um, like i said this situation is so talking about the ravens right now lamar jackson and that whole situation it's a roller coaster it's a real big conspiracy it really is right lamar jackson now on the sideline then i'm hearing some fools and bots in my comments on, on 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 youtube saying well you know the swelling of the knee stupid he was at the game a couple weeks before
1: Real quick, you know, real quick, I think, uh, our uh, Robert Griffin, June, uh, the third, he said on TV that, um, uh, uh, the word, the, the what would happen was that he was sick, he didn't attend the game because he was actually sick, so he wasn't on the sideline. Sick of the, the Ravens,
0: sick. probably sick of the Ravens.
1: That's 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 <laughs> okay. what he said. Yeah, I'll be Raven. sick
0: too. I mean, hey, money, money is money, more money, whatever. I'll be, yeah, he probably sick of the Ravens, who knows, but I think for me. This situation is really interesting because they said that, um, Harbaugh did, or whoever it was, I think it was, um, the coaster, the owner, or might have been Harbaugh. One of them said that he's going to be involved in the process of finding a new OC. So, of course, he had to be been notified if he's going to be part of the process to find a new one. He had to have intel that this firing was going to go down, he had to sign off on that, right? If you're trying to resign your quarterback and you're saying all the right things in the media, you would not fire Greg Roman without the approval of Lamar Jackson, without the sign-off. Like, yeah, okay, he out of there. Or without him coming to you and telling you that. Either one of the two. Either way, he had to sign off on that. And that's why I'm a little bit confused because you sign off on that, but yet you want to MVP with this guy. Yet last year you was not playing down the stretch of last year because you were hurt. This year allegedly, like I said, so many conspiracy theories out there that why he didn't play, you was hurt. That's why you ain't play in the playoffs this year where your team got bounced. And they did a fairly good job in that game. Outside of that one red zone error, one could argue, y'all almost beat Joe Burrow with with, um, Taylor Huntley, Tyler Huntley. So that's why I've been on the side of, okay, let me talk things through. That's why, you know, last week's show, It it probably came off like, yo, I'm not in favor of Lamar Jackson. I've been vouching for Lamar Jackson since my my freshman year in college. Before anybody knew this man's existed, I was on the air. But at the end of the day, I'm going to call a spade a spade. A lot of stuff is suspicious here. And we just got to find out how it plays out going forward.